1: He has an update the european uh, uh banks uh increased their uh, their rates by fifty basis points this this uh uh this week I think it happened
0: yeah that was earlier but um hello everybody but uh the interesting thing is the equity markets in Europe as well reacted positively to the news that the u s is essentially in a technical recession. Uh, for the same reasons Mr. Kudlow mentioned before, that the idea is if we go into recession, then inflation is going to come down. But I tend to agree with him. I don't think that that's going to happen, and I don't think that's the case. But,
1: Mario, uh, people are ignoring the other thing that Jay Powell said, that it's not for sure he's going to raise interest rates again in September. Didn't he say something like that?
0: Uh, no, I would have to say everything I am reading about what's going to happen in America is that they will... Check out his comments. I will, but I'm just telling you what I'm reading based off of what the reports from different banks in the U.S. are. And in fact, in Europe, they're even saying there is a strong case that's being made right now for the ECB to raise again in September by another 50 basis points.
1: Are the rates Uh, in Europe still negative?
0: No, no. Uh, no, no, they're they're not at this point. Um, but uh, I, I this, Europe is different than the U.S. in, in terms of the real estate market. Um, in America, more people on average tend to own their homes, and they have um, they're much more sensitive to interest rate hikes and the impact that has on purchasing a home. Uh, in Europe, a lot of companies tend to own homes. A lot of people rent. Uh, there's not the same emphasis that there is in the U.S. with respect to actually owning your home. Uh, so that uh, the dynamic is very different there. But let's just uh, talk about a couple of things that I think are interesting that happened this week in Europe. And the first is uh, perhaps the most important, that the Germans, along with the rest of the Europeans, have agreed to reduce their consumption of energy 15% in order to... Um, Uh, decrease the consumption so that they can extend their reserves much further out into the future so that they don't have to rely on the Russian natural gas. Um, That's interesting because the Germans have told essentially the rest of the Europeans if they fail to do that, if they fail to decrease their energy consumption and to work with Germany on this, Germany will suffer, and as a result that will have an impact on the rest of the European Union. The one country, of course, that did not go with this is Hungary. They have uh, not agreed to reduce their consumption. And, in fact, Viktor Orban was in the news a couple of days ago. I don't know if you folks came across it uh, in a rally he had. He mentioned the whole issue of immigration, or rather migration, into the European Union from uh, people in other parts of the world. Uh, And he said that Europe needs to avoid the uh, the situation of mixed races so a lot of people said that that was a very racist remark they actually called on the Austrian Chancellor with whom Orban was supposed to meet yesterday to cancel the meeting however that did not happen the Austrian Chancellor went ahead and had the meeting with him Uh, he did uh, offer a rebuke and reprimand Orban but I don't think Orban is going to change his position or his views he's very uh, comfortable with the position and the stance of the european union but also um generally in the world with respect to his support of president putin and with respect to his uh his views on immigration uh there is one other thing also that was very interesting as many of you know uh, president uh, biden's visit to saudi arabia essentially uh, allowed for the crown prince there to remove his quote-unquote pariah status the crown prince made a trip to greece that was his first visit outside of the kingdom since the whole um khashoggi affair at the uh, saudi consulate in turkey um
1: are you saying then, now that the uh, saudi prince is now blessed and he can go anywhere he wants
0: so uh, after he, greece, he
1: got the biden blessing
0: <laughs> yes yes okay who's greece, gonna give
1: putin a blessing so he can travel uh,
0: after greece he left and he went to france where he met with president macron um and i think at this point the interesting thing is everybody is upset at uh, president putin's human rights record yet they're prepared at this point to turn a blind eye to uh, saudi arabia because obviously they need the oil so i think that um just like uh, The crown prince of Saudi Arabia now is no longer a pariah. We could see a day again, once again in the future, when certain other countries that are in the news now as being the bad guy will no longer be the bad guy. Um,
1: So morality ends at the gas tank? Is that what you're telling me? uh,
0: Yeah, that's, uh, yes, yes. That's what I think it comes down to. But what continues to confound me, perplex me, confuse me, whatever other word you want to use, is I'm really confused, and I don't understand, Mr. Katsimatidis is right, why is America constantly going and speaking to various people about oil when this country, the United States of America, essentially was energy independent under the previous administration and, in fact, was a net exporter of oil? And it confuses me to no end. I don't understand why this is happening. Uh, because I think S- the Biden thinks Saudi Arabia is not on the same planet and therefore not in the same environment. I mean, chi- China, how about China? <laughs> and China? And China and China. Venezuela. That's they right. don't know what a woman is. They don't know what a recession is. So they might not realize that we're all on the same planet and we have the highest, uh, don't we have the highest standards when it comes to oil refining?
1: Um, our our oil is, is cleaner Captain. than no, their oil. Right. I, I I shine my shoes, they don't. Thank you so much, Mario Economo, and uh, we'll catch up with you again real soon.
0: Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend.